Stampede. Garner is at number 144, recorded 619, 2022. I'd be willing to forgive what has happened in this country if I knew the corruption, the violence, and the greed were coming to an end. But that's not going to happen. No, we've built something that's going to last for a long time, and to find a cure for it won't be easy. We've been suffering from the consumerist economy for over 50 years. And it's spawned some pretty ugly behavior. You can't say you're living in a great nation when you have children killing children. When we claim to be the wealthiest nation on earth, 
but have thousands living on the streets of every major city, where drug addiction annually takes the lives of a hundred thousand, where the promise of free enterprise on Wall Street is nothing more than corporations buying their own stock to increase values, false values that our own government is insolvent with a historic debt of over $30 trillion, that we spend $800 billion on our military but can't contain the violent mass killings within our own borders, that our entertainment industry promotes a culture of violence and sex that artificial intelligence has removed us from our connection to the natural world, making us weak with illiteracy, that even gender identity is questioned. I'm neither a man, and a woman is neither a woman. That the food we eat has been genetically modified that we have weaponized satellites circling in outer space. Yes, I could forgive what has happened and is true, and not a deception to further a political lie, that the politicians who have been in power for 30 or 40 years weren't working for the people, but for themselves. Well, yes, I'm a fair man and be willing to forgive what has taken place, if only it could stop.
Well, to forgive all that has happened in this country would be a mistake. I don't trust our leaders to do the right thing. And the reason is they can't. They're motivated to protect the corporations that got them elected, not the people. Our politicians aren't concerned about you, because in truth, they're elected by corporations manipulating the American public. They influence people to vote for candidates that'll protect the interests of big business. You see, profits are more important than the well-being of the people. That's the heartbeat of this country, and it's produced some very nasty human behavior. Today, two-thirds of the American economy is based on consuming. The more you consume, the happier the politicians, because they're tied to the corporations that sent them to Washington. It keeps tax revenues rolling in. So the one thing that threatens the health of a career politician is inflation. They don't like inflation because in the long run, it makes it more difficult to keep people consuming. Take, for example, the question about gasoline prices being so high. There are several ways of looking at this, but two major reasons keep popping up in my mind. The first is oil may very well no longer be easy to find, and it may actually be in short supply. Countries like Saudi Arabia may not have much oil left after pumping it out of the ground for nearly 90 years. The second may be the rise of prices for oil have been artificially contrived to remind the public how much they still need oil and not to switch to electrical vehicles. After all, if gas stations have to close because fossil fuels are being replaced with electrical charging stations, there'll be inflation never before imagined. Actually, both reasons for high gas prices may be true. First, we're running out of oil, or second, that it has been contrived to remind everyone how much they need it. At any rate, inflation is not going to be transitory.
where did we go wrong? Well, if you ask that of politicians, they can never admit we're on the wrong path. No, their livelihoods depend on convincing you we're as great as we once were. We just need to make a few adjustments and everything will be all right. But, you know, that old saw won't work anymore. The things you see and hear keep telling you something is wrong, and it's turning out progress wasn't our most important product. You can't have progress without respect. Respect for the living. Respect for ancient laws. Respect for the natural world we're a part of. If you think the money you've chased after or even worked for is the progress you're ever going to need, well, that's part of the wrong. It's created the illness we see playing out. You aren't satisfied for asking for more because the more you wanted, the less valuable it became. It never was how much junk you could accumulate or how big your house was, because you still don't get it. You missed the boat. That cruise liner that took you away to some fairyland paradise where you thought you could erase all your troubles in seven days, eating all you could eat at the buffet table. But guess what? You're in for the big surprise. You're getting what's behind door number three on the game show. And this time, you're going to get much less. In fact, the all-you-can-eat-at-the-buffet table might not have any food at all. That old reliable supply chain might have a little kink in it. In fact, what you're eating might taste a little kinky. But that's nothing more than the afterglow of acid reflux. Don't worry. Just drop a little Prilosec and take another bite. Yeah, you can get back to satisfaction, because there ain't no cure for the addiction of wanting more, or even thinking you deserve more.
Americans have nothing to worry about. What appears to be an obvious recession unfolding in the economy isn't really happening. The politicians and their propagandists will make you think we're on the road to recovery. First, they'll tell you the economy has made a remarkable recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic and never-before levels of employment and record earnings for big corporations. These facts are proof we're back to normalcy. But the truth is, record inflation is hitting everything. But then again, they'll say we aren't the only ones seeing this inflation. Other countries are suffering as well as if misery loves company. But whatever happened to America being the leader in the world? What first happens here affects the rest of the world. You see, the people who have power are masters of deception. That's how they stay in power. They want you to think about something else, diverting your attention and it's called congressional hearings attempting to prepare you for how to vote in the midterm November elections. Now, I'm not a partisan, so I'm always looking at the big picture. I neither support Democrats or Republicans. In fact, I haven't voted for 30 years. So I like to think I'm level-headed about what I'm seeing. The January 6th assault on the Capitol was a historic event. And whether Trump helped to instigate it or not is not the true meaning of what took place. And historically, there is evidence of something like this having happened before. It's called the French Revolution which began with the storming of the Bastille. Now, right or wrong, that's what happened on January 6th, and it scared the hell out of the people in power. Now they're willing to use that event to distract you from the real issues of inflation. And inflation isn't going to be transitory. Something is coming. And it's not transitory. It's going to be transformative. Something big is about to take place.
It's difficult pinning down what's coming. It appears there are many troubling things. It's a little like a patient complaining about a variety of ailments, all of which could result in death. A doctor can identify all the problems, but can't quite determine what will end his patient's life. In our country's case, it could be the government collapsing from its overwhelming debt. It could come from a military defeat leading to structural shortages in the power grid. It could come as a revolt against the ruling class, not unlike the reign of terror during the French Revolution with wholesale killings of the privileged and political elite. Then there's the possibility of civil war breaking out in different parts of the country, resulting in several states dividing into different countries. The physical destruction of warring factions within major cities, not unlike what occurred in Beirut, Lebanon. Change could come from another pandemic, a virus, man-made, targeting specific populations by a DNA-identifying virus. Change could come from the end of finding and extracting oil from the earth, the age of fossil fuels coming to an end, the failure of our crops caused by a rapid change in weather patterns, a series of nuclear explosions resulting in a nuclear winter, a natural event like a meteorite striking the earth, Yeah, it could be difficult to predict a singular event that's coming to change our lives, but you can sense something is in the air, something that will be transformative. We're living in dangerous times, but you can be sure our politicians will say everything is getting back to normal, but something is wrong and people are sensing it, like lemmings rushing to die. The signals are all there. It didn't have to be this way. We could have built a different world for ourselves, but something inside us kept making us destroy our future.
This week on Garner Isn't, the music you first heard was composed by Alexander Duplat, Rainy Day, from the movie The Shape of Water, then from the movie Wanted. Welcome to the Fraternity by Danny Elfman, followed by Raphael Bowe's Cartoon, and then from Michael Small's composition for the movie Clute. Rooftop Intruder, and finally, two pieces from the movie Seven by Howard Shore, Gluttony, and then Wrath. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.